0: Hello everybody, and welcome into another episode of It's All Good. I'm here today with my friends Eric Fisher from Rivals, who's been on before, and for the first time, Tristan Kissick, uh, the operator of the Champagne Room. Uh, thank you guys both for joining us today. Uh, we're talking about a very narrow Illinois win over the Indiana Hoosiers today, 67-66. to 66. Uh, It really could have gone either way, a very balanced game. Andres Feliz coming up with a big loose ball at the end of the game. Maybe Illinois benefiting from a couple of no-calls. Um, Iota with another huge three-point shot to kind of you know stick the dagger in Indiana. Um, Rob Finnessy answered it right away with a three of his own. But it was just <laughs> a very back-and-forth game and kind of what you would have expected going in from two teams that are rivals and not necessarily great shooting teams. But the Illini pulled it out. They, they won another game. Four wins in a row. Um, I'll start with you, Tristan. What did you just think of the game today, and and, and what does it mean for Illinois?
1: Um, I mean, I thought it was a a good showing all around. Um, I thought everybody besides Trent and and Kipper stepped up in in one way or another today. Um, There were a couple questionable calls that could have gone either way, but I think that could be said for both teams. Um, Kind of just containing – I thought Georgie did a great job on Jack – bounce back he did a hell of a job defensively um so that really impressed me but i mean the win the win is a win no matter how you get it and that's the most important thing
2: yeah i thought it, honestly it was the craziest game at the state farm bounce center just like the environment sold out the stripe the stripe night i was like i think the stripe night would have been a lot cooler if they did white instead of blue because the seats are already blue in general so like make it orange and white and it pops out more. Whatever. That was a small thing I was saying before. I interrupt
0: you right away though because I actually disagree. I think it would have <laughs> looked worse with people who didn't go with it if it was white though because they'd stick out a lot more than the right. blue. That's
2: true, but the people in the blue went with it, so why wouldn't they use go with the white?
0: Wait. No, no,
2: I'm, well, I'm saying that not, not everyone went Oh, to yeah, bed. yeah,
0: like, yeah. That's true. The people, like, there were some fans, like, the stupid people who didn't go with it and wore orange in the blue section. Yeah. Come on, okay, it's, okay. It's
2: on. But that game, but like, today's game was insane. Like, that was oh, the yeah. most physical game I've seen all season. Like, both sides were just beating the crap out of each other. If you, like, I I said this, and make, we'll make this PG-13, like, if you weren't a grown-ass man, like, you were not allowed on the court today. That's just plain and simple. I mean... And we kind of saw that with Alan Griffin today Alan Griffin yeah. was all over the place defensively he lost Jerome hunter and um on back to back possessions and he nailed two threes and that Illinois was going on a run and then hunter so, um hunter completely stopped it so allen got pulled and we saw and so then we saw um I mean Jackson Davis I think is the real deal I think he's gonna blossom into I think he needs another year and I think he's gonna blossom into like an 18 points a game kind of scoring next season for indiana um but fleece and Col- uh kofi were the two guys i focused in on in my story after the game i mean we've kind of like written about the i would assume, late game narrative i mean and it's crazy how he keeps doing it it's actually it is. stupidly insane how he keeps doing it but like i focused in on fleece and coburn because those two guys the son- the the Central American natives, like they, I they controlled that second half. I always
0: mean the Caribbean natives.
2: Eh, same difference, right?
0: Slightly different, like wow. islands yeah. versus.
2: Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, Fawcett diving on that loose ball was insane. I mean that was a big play. that solidified. I mean that. I mean that won them the game. That one that secured them their twentieth win of the season. The, their most since two thousand thirteen. That secured them their twelfth. Win in conference play. The most they've had since 2005. Yes, I said that year. 2005. Magic. Um, And Fleece's overall play, I mean, the 15 points against a pretty long and lengthy Indiana, Indiana Hoosiers team wasn't uh, great all, all around. His rebounding was crazy. His defensive rebounding. Seven boards again. And he's one of the shortest players on the court. His passing, I thought, was on point. I, I loved what I saw out of Fleece and then obviously the loose ball play to get them the win. And then Coburn, I mean, he had a very bad first half. He was just stagnant. Um, He wasn't able able to get any looks, any post-up opportunities, wasn't really rebounding the ball. And then the second half, he just came out and just dominated. 12 points in the second half, 15 overall. He had five boards. Um, It's tough to get rebounds when you're swatting shots. He had the career-high six blocks. blocks. That was crazy. Um, One thing I thought kind of – not won them the game, but really defined the second half was Georgie and Underwood putting Georgie in at the four, at the four and keeping Coburn in at the five, keeping those two on the court at the same time. Three point shooting really didn't matter in this game, so they could get away with playing Georgie, Georgie and Kofi. Georgie did a great job in his post ups against Jackson Davis, did not, uh, de- denying the post entry. And anytime Jackson Davis did get a, did get the ball in the post, Kofi was right there to clean, uh, clean up whatever crap Jackson Davis was trying to throw up. Sending into the back row. So it was just an incredibly physical game. You had to be a grown ass man to be on the court. And Illinois Illinois came out and clutch free throws from Iowa, of course, clutch threes too. It was just a crazy all-around game, one of my favorite games of the season.
0: I agree, you know, it, it really was not necessarily a, a special performance from Illinois, but another one of those games where you do just enough to win. Yeah. And it's crazy how thin today's margin was of victory so many things could have happened where you know, Illinois would have lost or Indiana could have won by you know a, a couple possessions even because you have Jasun lose three, and if that doesn't go, uh, I, I think it was Finnessy who came down. He responded play, immediately. And he responded by immediately hitting a three, which actually Finnessy really started clicking right at the end of the mm-hmm. game because uh, after Feliz comes up with that loose ball and only gets the timeout, you get it. You get the ball into the Sumu, and he draws a foul. If he misses either of those free throws,
2: yeah, I, I think, think it was Green that hit it. I think Devontae Green hit the uh, casual runner at the end. But fantasy was like
0: no, it was fantasy. I'm it was it was fantasy. It was oh, he okay. Drained it. And, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I didn't think it was actually gonna count, but they counted it. Yeah.
1: Can we talk about what Trent Frazier was doing on the play there? The
0: I don't game? know what he was doing.
1: Actually. I I mean, he
2: let him get it off, but.
1: Why even remotely try and contest that? That's day. true. The yeah, three doesn't matter. Let him take whatever he wants to with with so little time left
0: in the game. And like he was
2: already taking a runner falling to his left from the. Yeah, there's
0: one way Indiana stays in that game, and that's if he gets fouled on that yeah. shot. And
2: Absolutely, um,
0: actually, a pretty rough game for Trent today. Yeah, I um, thought
2: defensively he was good again though, especially on fantasy. There was so like he got it,
0: lucky though because. On that one shot that they air that th- that was an air ball that they were reviewing to see if it was tipped. I didn't think he tipped Frazier the... hacked that guy. I think oh he goes, yeah, Frazier yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Got his elbow. Mm-hmm. He, and Archie was pretty upset yeah, about Archie that. Archie was mad about that. Archie was also, I think, upset about a no call at the end What was where Archie their guard went. To, yeah, what yeah. Wasn't <laughs> Archie yeah, Archie Ar- was it? Ar- Archie
2: about. thought. Ar- Archie thought that. It- uh, the fleece's loose ball should have been either a foul. I think on I think he wanted a foul, wanted on, a Frazier. foul on
0: Frazier because but, he said that he tripped him. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Just that, I, I,
2: I looked at your video I, you posted on Twitter, and it looked like either two things happening: either um, Finnessey stepped on Frazier's foot and slipped, or he just straight up slipped. But Frazier did not induce a foul no. whatsoever on that last play. Um, In but some our, Big
0: Ten arenas, that would have been a foul, though.
2: Maybe and, yeah. And
0: I'm not saying it should be. But I'm saying that you know Illinois had had a lot of things go their way that some nights they wouldn't, and it ended up being you know just barely enough to mm-hmm. get a win against a team that you should beat at home. Indiana's a, a, a decent team, but they've been Pretty terrible good. on tournament the road. tournament team, I think this they year. should be. A tournament if they play like team, they did today.
2: They're a tournament team. They
0: still need a couple more wins.
2: The uh, worst three point shooting team in the conference in Indiana goes eight of sixteen from deep. That that wow, I mean that has a
0: crazy stat actually. They made some tough shots. Yeah,
2: exactly. But they held Devonte Green like relatively in check. Um, eleven, yeah, eleven. Um, they they gave him those two threes in the first half, and then after that, he finished the game three of eleven from the field. So that's great defense on him. Finneysey shot four of thirteen. So I mean, um, Dosumu and Frazier played great defense. Indiana mm-hmm. sets a lot, does a lot of ball screen action around around the elbow, or a lot of curl act, like not ball screen action, but um, just they set a lot of picks around either on the baseline, which is how we saw some guys get open in the corner for three, or we saw a lot of guys um, running on the baseline and then get, getting a pick set at the elbow, and they're curling right at the free-throw line. And that's where you kind of saw Coburn get, kind of get put in no-man's land in the first half. Um, but Frazier and Dosuma and Felice were all getting over screens. They're all doing a great job. Something they've done great all year is just getting over ball screens or pick set for not getting knocked off. Um, so while Frazier is going through a, a, sh- uh, a pretty decent shooting slump, um, Jeremy Warner said it best after in the media room that f- in Frazier's last nine games he has 21 field goals, not not very great out of, very the great guy,
0: yeah. Yeah, the, of the guy.
2: Yeah, the guy that y- y- is arguably your best scorer at all three levels, I would um, potentially say. And Frazier just being, the way he could shoot from three, he could shoot in mid range. Getting into the paint is kind of tougher for him. We kind of yeah, saw it today. Zuma's he gets
0: definitely your best scorer. At Honestly, I
2: at all three levels though. Because I would take I was a pretty bad three-point point point
0: shooter. shooter. I was pretty bad, but Trent hasn't shot very well either. It's true. He's, I know he's going think through. He's under forty percent now, which you know is not forty percent. Really good. I know, but I think Fraser shot over forty percent his freshman year.
2: Yeah, I and, and last year too. And I think he's. Yeah. I don't know what he's at right now, but he's probably like at high thirties. I bet.
0: Um. Okay. So kind of. Moving on from what was a game that really could have gone either way, uh, as long as you win if you're Illinois, you're going to take the dub. But what does this mean in, in the grand scheme here, wrapping up the season? Because let's just take a quick look for everyone at the Big Ten standings right now. Uh, you have Maryland in first at 13-5. and five, And then you have Illinois and Michigan State. And Wisconsin's playing, as, as we record this, Wisconsin's playing Minnesota at home right now. So, for the sake of it, we're just going to assume Wisconsin is going to win that game. And you have a three-way tie for second in the Big Ten. You got Iowa and Penn State there right at 11 and 7 right behind. Illinois is going to Ohio State on Thursday. And then we'll play Iowa to close out the regular season at home. Um, It's been a great Big Ten season so far. 12 wins. Best since, I think, uh, 2005. Yeah, Yeah, you said that already. Um, And, you know, it's been special. But... What do you guys kind of predict Illinois to do down down these last two games? What what sort of thing do you think is going to happen? Where will they
1: be for the Big Ten tournament? I mean, they kind of control their own destiny at this point. I mean, when out, you get one of those top four seeds. Um, so I think that's mindset. I saw one of you guys tweet. I think it something me. about Iowa. Yeah. His... What's the mindset going on, like, on this win streak in its next game at Ohio State? Mm-hmm. That was literally and, such a strange answer, but it was so I O. And it's yeah, so, for sure. that's exactly what you want from your players, I think, at this point in the season. Um, so I, just taking care of business. Don't worry about anybody else's games. You win out, you're a top-four seed. Win one game in the Big Ten tournament, and you're looking at probably a six in, in the NCAA tournament. That's, that's where I'd have them. And I think they can cl- crawl all the way up to probably a, a four
0: if You'd they have win, to win out. Yeah, if maybe. they win out and, and they the
1: win the Big Ten tourney, I think they can jump up to a four in the tournament.
2: I think if they win the Big Big Ten tournament, then I think they're at least a two or a three seed at that oh, point. Really? So Big yeah. Ten. I mean, if you if you, if you, you knock off Mich- if if you're gonna have to either knock off Mich- Michigan State or Maryland, and those are. Arguably possibly three, both also. possibly both. Those are two, two and three seeds potentially in the tournament itself. So if you beat those guys,
0: one, one of them will for sure oh, be two. Be on a nine-game win streak, yeah. if they exactly sweep out, so oh, um, they do it. have nine losses though. So I mean, nine losses a lot of losses for a, a three seed to have.
2: But college almost. basketball in general this year has been all parody. Over
0: the place, yeah,
2: parody. all over the place. A lot of parody. So I think I think we're I, I think we're gonna see a lot more teams with double-digit losses in the NCAA tournament this year, but. For Illinois, I, I think uh, I think they'll I think they'll win out. I I don't think Iowa is a good matchup for Illinois at all. I think Iowa's three point shooting. There, the fact that Iowa is always Iowa's always a very good three point shooting team. But now they have length and, and athleticism to go along with it, along with a potential player of the year candidate and Luke Gar, uh, Luka Garza. I, I I don't think Illinois matches up well at all. That with that team, I don't want. Um, if you're an Illinois fan, you do not want. Um, you you do not want them playing Iowa I don't think I don't think that's going to fare too well for you um but I think Illinois if they if they win out and they win I think they'll get seated around I think they'll be a top 4 seed in the Big 10 tournament if they win out um, They'll for sure be a top exactly. four seed. Exactly. They have
0: actually have a for people listening there's an outside chance Illinois could win a share of the Big 10 title um if or potentially a Potentially they could win. And that's crazy that we're even talking about that. In March. We're in March. We're in March. know if Brandon would mention that today, actually, Mm -hmm. because I think uh, one of the TV reporters asked him, like, I know you don't like to look ahead, and you don't really, but what does it say about you guys that you're still in the running for the Big Ten Mm -hmm. title right now? And it's March 1st, and, you know, he said... You're right. I don't really look ahead much, but that says a lot about yeah. where this program has come. He said I'm very happy to be where we are right now. We had a lot of a lot of culture and big picture questions today. Yeah, to was like there's still two games left in the season. Yeah, motion. it was funny because uh, it was either Iowa or Feliz. Like they responded to one of their big one of these so-called big, yeah. big picture questions by saying like, "Well, we still play Ohio State and Iowa <laughs> this week." Because, like, I think it was Feliz. Someone asked him about Big Ten tournament, like, seeding or, like, momentum. And yeah. he was just like, uh, so. And <laughs> then, then there was another really one. don't like to look ahead. And there was
2: another one, too, that, like, Feliz just, like, bit his lip on, kind of, and just, like, kind of smiled after it. Because he, like, he, he had already answered it, like, three times. Yeah. But, um,
1: so. I'm more concerned about Ohio State on the road than I am Iowa at home. Just because of the matchup for Kofi. Mobile bigs with Kofi scare me mm-hmm. just because his lateral quickness isn't there. Well too. If yeah. he has to guard out to the perimeter, that could really be an issue for us. And I think Caleb Wesson is the perfect storm with Wesson Kofi. Had a good game today against Michigan. I heard. So uh, that's the one that scares me. I think we can pull off. Iowa doesn't play well on the road, so I like our chances there. But man, if we pull off that that game at Ohio State, that'll be huge. Yeah, I mean,
2: that'll if, be telling. If you pull off the Iowa, uh, Ohio State game, I think you. Got- at the very least you solidified a 6th seed in the NCAA tournament even if which lose, is huge even if you don't get a double bye and lose to like a Minnesota you'd say oh no i think they'll at least win one game guaranteed in the big 10 i mean nothing's guaranteed in the big 10 but the this Illinois team i think
0: i think one big 10 win, one win in the big 10 tournament is almost guaranteed i think it's a pretty safe bet obviously if you get the double buy, it's harder to guarantee one win because you're going to be playing in a later stage of the tournament. Yeah. So it's going to be a And this team, this but Illinois
2: but team does not operate well off of a lot of days rest too. So that's that's, that's something, that's something to point. look at going forward um, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But um, I yeah, if Illinois wins at Ohio State, lose against Iowa, or whatever, um, and then they win one game, two games, even maybe in the Big Ten tournament, I think there's. I think they're probably a five seed because I was going over. um, I I was going over like records of previous five seeds and then and see what tournament and Illinois is right there with a bunch of them the last several years, Um, same record, um, roughly same record in conference play, but the Big Ten's. Probably the best conference in the country, I would say. It is the best, best conference. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. Best. it's by far the best. The I, I, top to bottom, a, there's, yeah. there's, there's okay, no, the no competition. And so to do what they did in the Big Ten conference and have the same record as previous five seeds, I think that guarantees Illinois something like that. Um, it's always sporadic, though. You never know.
1: I'd almost rather be a sixth seed, though. That, that 5-12 matchup scares yeah. me, and then if you make it far enough, you're going up against All the number seed, one seed. Yeah. So also, I'd rather be selfish, at a six.
2: Selfishly, too, if they're a sixth seed... And then they're gonna play in St. Louis. That like against like a Creighton. Be, why would that be so? As opposed if they're five. Um, if they're in five, they might go to um.
0: What was the other place? Um, like they'll be in Spokane, the Spokane, Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be terrible. So it's always like the site that everyone's like, uh, probably don't want to go out to yeah. Washington. No, Rip. Defense Washington is just far away from everything. Like they
2: would play. <laughs> Rip our pocket. They'd be a <laughs> six. Um, Andy Katz, his pr- uh bracket pr- projection, he had them as a six playing against um. Who was it? Uh, it was playing in Stanford at, at the 11 in St. Louis. And then you play the winner of Creighton and some other, some team that doesn't, it, some team that's not going to beat Creighton. I love those matchups. All right, yeah. I just got to. And then
0: they go to Houston to play, oh, who? I um, can't remember off the top of my head. I got to sober up this uh that statement from Andy Katz, who is the biggest Illinois lover out there, <laughs> all the analysts. I would say, I like, the most people right now have Illinois a little bit lower than we think they should be. Yeah. Like, it seems like Seven. our general consensus is that Illinois should be like a, a six, six seed, yeah. maybe a, a five seed, or you play your way to a four if you have a really, really good hmm. end here with the Big Ten tournament at the end of the season. Joe Lenardi, is Illinois, is an eight seed. And now that's, that's not too bad. That's far before. Out, that's before today's win, yeah. but I I think most of the analysts have Illinois around an eight seed or a seven right now. Okay. Uh, so I I, I, I think, think that's I'm also fine. too. A little too, bit yeah. more highly of Illinois, but um, obviously okay. if they keep winning. It's gonna be hard for people yeah. to not you know see them. I mean, if, if they win out this regular season and win one game in the Big Ten tournament, I think they're a six seed for sure. All right, I kind of veering in a random direction here. I want each of you to give me. One thing about Illinois lately that concerns you the most for the short-term future in the Big Ten tournament slash NCAA tournament? I'll I'll let you go first.
1: Trent Frazier. I I need to see. There needs to be another. I know Felice has kind of stepped up and done it a little bit, but he's not the type of scoring threat that I think Trent is. Trent can get hot and and go off for 20 against anybody on any given night. He has no problem creating his, show, his own shot, so I think getting him right, I, w- I would love to have another scoring option just in the backcourt besides I O because I love Andres but I'm still not
0: sold on him going out and getting twelve to fifteen every single it's night. It's gonna be tough for him like when teams are good at helping and actually have a lot more size inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Indiana didn't really do a good job against Felice, and I think that sometimes Feliz doesn't have his way in there because he, really, mm-hmm. he really forces the issue, yeah. which I think is his greatest quality. Because mm-hmm. he has such a good forces, body control. Right. He could like, do that, but... Agreed. But some, it's if it's really in traffic over a lot of bodies, like he's a short guy, like it's, it might not always work.
2: Um, my biggest concern has been the concern I've had all season with this team, and they just don't have enough three-point shooting. Um, Al- I mean, Alan Griffin, if Alan Griffin plays like he did today then he's not gonna be someone that can produce for you in the postseason that much. I mean, I, I think today was just Alan Griffin defensively was too much of an issue to be on the court. And that that'll be different as games go on. Um but really your only three point shooting on this team is Trent Frazier and Alan Griffin. And if you I mean if you just look at today alone, they're combined one for eight or they're combined one for six from three. And when so the reason why Frazier's not my biggest issue, it's the three-point shooting as a whole, is because teams still have to focus in on Trent Frazier. They can't help off of Trent Frazier, which then opens up the driving lanes for Ayodele and Andres Spivace to do things like they did today, where they can literally just beat their man off the dribble and drive right into the paint because the help, the strong side defender has to uh, be on Trent Frazier the whole time. And so that, and that's why Trent Frazier just always, despite struggles, always had one of the best offensive ratings on the team because mm-hmm. when he's on the court, he just has that kind of impact where you can't help off when it opens other things up. But I, I don't think we're going to see in the Big Ten Tournament in these, one, in these single uh, single elimination games, we're going to see teams, we're going to see a lot less transition play. It's like the playoffs in the NBA. You're going to see a lot less play in, in the open court and it's going to really slow down into the half court. And when you're in the half court the paint's going to get locked down a lot more now. You have unprecedented amount of size in Kofi Coburn and Georgie Bichang and that a lot of other teams in the country do not have. So that you will always be able to break through that type of interior defense a little bit with those types of guys, but you need three point shooting. At the end of the day, you need three point shooting to open up the interior for guys like Georgie and Kofi, and so I don't think this team has enough three point shooting to really take them. I, their defense is going to what is going to what make game going to make games competitive for them always, but I don't think they have the offensive firepower from beyond
0: the arc to really take them deep into an NCAA tournament. This might be a cop-out, but I agree with what both of you guys' concerns are. I just wanted to add, I, I think Eric made made a good point in, in the three-point shooting being a big issue. And it is a big issue, but you can really see what happens when it does work for Illinois. Against Warren. Northwestern it was it's a great insane. example mm-hmm. because Alan Griffin caught fire and made six threes. And who did that help most? Kofi. yeah, mm-hmm. Because Northwestern was doubling down on him in the zone. And when they did that, they were leaving Griffin open almost every mm-hmm. time, and Griffin made them pay, and that's why Illinois won that game. But when that doesn't work, you know, and, and teams don't want to go man on you, they'll, they'll go to the zone. That's tough for Illinois to beat if they're not knocking down perimeter yeah. shots.
1: And I think I think my honorable mention would be front court depth. If yeah, if Kofi gets in foul right. trouble, picks yeah. up two or three quickly.
0: And George is known to get in foul trouble pretty quick. Well, too. today if, he got two fouls in four, literally four seconds. Yeah, he we didn't
1: get
2: any fouls along the way. After that, yeah.
1: If we're riding on Kipper and Jermaine Hamlin to to play, if significant... Plays okay, any can, her, if but, Jermaine
2: Hamlin plays any minutes after this point, then yes, like there serious will be issues, and
1: and it can happen quickly. We we've seen it before, and if yeah are if if we're expecting Kipper and Georgie to give us 25 solid minutes, then we're in trouble, yeah. I think.
2: I mean, how many minutes did Kipper play today? Kipper played. Not much. Five minutes. And that's pretty much been the norm for him the past Georgie six, played, seven games. Georgie played 21. Him and, um, him and Williams are like, changing like, in between because uh, Williams played 20 minutes to. And this was, um, Georgie played 21, and this was arguably
1: his best game in how long? This calendar year, for sure. Yeah, he had, he, he had six points, and we're talking about Georgie's best game he's in months. He's had some better,
0: like, offensive outputs, but those games have been worse. This He actually did do mostly good things in this His game. rebounding's
2: always been solid the last couple of weeks, I think. It's just he's missing bunnies, and that's all, that's all it he's is. Just it's like, in his, head. his touch
0: isn't there, yeah. and I, I think that Tristan's right. It's pretty obvious that it is a confidence thing for Georgie. And Brad, in the, the, exactly. the way that exactly, in the way they
2: talk, with the way the team talks about Georgie too, yeah, it's it was definitely yeah, confidence.
0: Brad Underwood finally admitted today, kind of that it was it was mostly a confidence issue for Georgie after kind of, you know, not saying that or acknowledging that. But I understand why he wouldn't as a coach because you don't want to. You don't want wanna, players on you. Don't wanna, you don't want to yeah, like yeah. lot more pressure onto Georgie by like just saying that in the spotlight. You want to defend your player if you're a coach, so I. I see that, um, and that just opens
1: him up to guys like us who are gonna be
0: hounding Georgie. Right. What, what's going on? Time, what, what's yeah.
1: what, what? you got bothering you? What's in right. your head right yeah. now? There's so. also a
0: reason he hasn't been available lately right. too. So exactly, they're not selecting him to come out at the end of the game. <laughs> um, okay, so coming up on twenty five minutes here. What What do you just guys? What do you, What do you guys think about? How Illinois is playing right now? Winners of four straight after losing four straight. It's a pretty streaky team, but do you guys feel that Illinois is is coming into their top form? Because I, I'm not sure that's true, to be honest. But they I, are winning. I think they are. I think they are right now. I think um,
2: I I don't think they're playing as well as they were during their seven game winning streak. Um, but I'm I think they're playing at a level right now where. This is about as good as we're going to see this Illinois team get, where they're always going to be defensively. They're always going to be a problem defensively for other teams. And we're going to see the shooting night, the bad shooting nights. I mean, they're the they're the number one ranked defense. If you just look at how many points the opponents score against them, they're the number one ranked defense in the Big Ten. But they're the number thirteenth ranked offense in the Big Ten. Your, every game Illinois is going to play is always going to be close because they just can't score at at a high volume, like other teams like um, Iowa can, who can just blitz you immediately with three point shooting. Yeah,
0: I hope Illinois fans are are ready for a lot of. It's gonna be a a insanely every really stressful games. <laughs> like games this.
2: like today against Indiana it's gonna be the entire rest of the way. If it won't like. If Illinois fans are like hoping that maybe somewhere along the way they'll be able to breathe the rest of the season, no, like it's only mm. you're you're only sinking deeper and you're you're oxygen you're you're running out of oxygen even quicker because th- these games will be insanely stressful like they were today against Indiana because Illinois just simply cannot score the ball at a high volume, but what they can do is just force the issue with guys like Andres Splice and I would assume who are just so strong, so athletic, so good at finishing around the rim and just taking over in that kind of way. And especially in the open uh, open court too, where they're, they're going to get their points, and they have just a unique monstrous size in Kofi Coburn. Where I mean, Indiana is Indiana did win the rebounding battle today, thirty nine thirty one, thirty nine thirty one, and I think they out rebounded Illinois offensively, like offensive rebounds by like six or seven or something like that. Um, yeah, Twelve to seven
0: in offensive
2: mm-hmm. rebounds. Yeah. So, um, but the but we saw in the second half that the fact that Kofi is just as large as he is was just a problem on its own for Indiana. They couldn't do anything about if Kofi Coburn got three feet away from the basket and posted up on you, there was nothing any Indiana could do, and nothing about they it. Can't and, stop him from getting the ball. And that's going to be a problem against almost every team they face because no team except maybe John Teske at Michigan can, has this even close to the amount of size that can body up with Coburn. And Jalen Smith is just... Uh, at Maryland is a unique th- defensive talent that I think is going to prosper in the NBA, and that's why I think he could kind of handle Kofi. Um, but Kofi's going to have his way again. Ha- it's going to have a mismatch against basically every opponent he faces this season, except maybe Maryland and Michigan State with Xavier Tillman, who's also a unique defensive talent. Um, so that's what's going to propel Illinois along the way here is defense and just imposing their will in, in the paint against their opponents. Because I don't think shooting is going to carry them unless Trent Frazier and Alan Griffin can produce about three three three-pointers a game, because I think that's what they're going to need from them in the NCAA tournament in order to really make this offense something that could push them along the way. Illinois is
0: not a good offensive team, but and they're not a good team shooting the three, but they've been very good at defending the three, actually. You know, yeah. today wasn't the best example of that Indiana hits eight of yeah. sixteen. Alan Griffith those lost those two were, guys. They lost yeah. to the Green a couple Some times. Some of those threes were tough contested shots mm-hmm. though. And Illinois has tended, not today. But maybe it's because, you know, Indiana's not a great Point shooting, they're games, a worse they shooting mean, team than Illinois. So the fact they shot like this was on that, s- silly. But Illinois has really tried to keep a lot of teams just from shooting threes in general, and it seemed to work a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're a little undisciplined today with it, um, yeah.
2: But that's been an outlier all season.
1: I like where they're at right now. Um, they're obviously not hitting the same type of stride they were with that seven game win streak. Um, but I mean, they're undefeated since IO came back from his injury, he's right. looked Better and better each game, in my opinion. I mean, a win
2: over number nine Penn State is that the best win of the season? And
1: is yeah, and he said yeah, he was yeah. what seventy five percent for that already
0: one. Already looks worse because Penn State has slumped a little bit. True. Yeah. Hey, on the road against then number nine. That's
1: their only loss at home, right? Still.
0: I don't sure. think that I know. I know for Illinois still holds that title for Wisconsin. It,
1: it was yeah. at the time. I, I don't. I can't remember if they've lost at home since. But I mean, Kofi's looked as good as he has. I mean, he kind of fell off there for like a month or two but he's he's back to the double double. IO's finding his groove again. So I think it's just a matter of who's going to be that third person to step up cuz we we're going to need one each night, each game. It was there's going to have to be. Today. It was Fleas, Flea's today. It point was, point it point was point. Alan Griffin at Northwestern. Yeah. So IO's going to get his record. IO's going to get his. Kofi's going to score at least a dozen mm. every night and he's going to grab 10 boards. He he just is. And I was impressed with Kofi's free throw shooting today. I know huge, huge. That's the difference maker in the game. He was seven for ten from the line, and we won by one.
2: Archie said it best: like, like they're gonna make. Um, They're gonna make Coburn go to a free throw line, yeah. he just went six for six. And, and said, "Screw you! I'm going six for six at the free throw line." And
1: that's how, how he
0: closed out, right? How exactly. relieving yeah, is that. that
1: to have a big man who can step up to the line yeah. and, and nail him when they count? That's that that's huge in my yeah, opinion. So, a lot of composure for a freshman, for sure. Home, Who's so, so he has
0: some big too. ones in the right. too? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And I think the thing with Kofi is he didn't get into basketball soon enough to develop any bad habits. He, he has a good form. I guess he, he does. does yeah. I, I, I totally agree.
0: Actual shot usually looks pretty nice too for a for a guy. who's know well, I think for I think you think you're right to the fact that he he hasn't been able to develop
2: bad habits. Right.
1: He he started playing when he was 16, 17 mm-hmm. years old, so by that point like you're pretty comfortable in your body, you're smart enough to pick up the game, like mm-hmm. you learn things the right way. So I think that's a huge thing for his development, but yeah, it's just a matter of who's going to be that third guy who's going to step up yeah. like night in and night out cuz and Kofi are going to get theirs. So
2: And I don't think I don't think Felice chipping in like he does tonight i don't think that wins you in the ncaa tournament um, it might win you a game but it might win you do, again but yeah. it's not going
0: it's not going to take you to sweet 16 like yeah trent fraser can't play
2: like he he has lately like he had trent Frazier mm-hmm. has to give you i would say 13 to 15 points a game consistently from here on out for them or not here more than out. two today that's for yeah. sure Need and, more and, than that in the post se- when postseason play starts Trent Frazier has to give you, I, I would say, 13 a game. Kofi has to give you 13 and 10. Io has to give you sixteen to seventeen points, I think. And um and you gotta get contributions from Alan Griffin DeMonte too. DeMonte
0: Williams has gotta give you twenty two points at least. Yes, a he he has to be a plus twenty-two when he <laughs> I'm
1: I'm buying a lottery ticket the day DeMonte Williams drops over twenty points. Alright, well,
2: he was he like he was on track today almost. He yeah, second. right. Yeah. In the first <laughs> half, here's
0: here's one fact, one factoid that I'm going to drop on y'all about DeMonte Williams, and then we're going to close this thing out. Um, DeMonte Williams was a, a team high plus seven on the floor today. That's awesome. so, I saw I have another five seven for De points. DeMonte. So, there you go.
2: DeMonte's only two um, two point field goals of the calendar year are both ducks. Because he's an athlete. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and that was a fire dunk yeah. he had today, too. Oh, a okay. fire pass from Alan Al Griffin. Alan yeah. Griffin making the right decision. All right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, a lot more It's All Good content coming your way in the next month or so as we follow Illinois basketball through what has been so far a really memorable big-time season for the Illini. Uh, thank you to Tristan and Eric again for joining me today. I'll we'll have to have them on again soon. And thank you all for listening.